Susan sitting in for Kira Kelly on Lunchtime Live this afternoon. Um, it is Wednesday, so as always, our chef Paul Truffaut will be here to answer some of your questions and to give us his Wednesday's dinner. But first, lots of you have been getting in touch about what we were talking about earlier, about complaining, whether we're good or bad at complaining here in Ireland. Uh, years ago, while managing a cafe in Dublin, a customer told me the coffee was horrible and bitter. I thanked him and offered him an alternative and charged for nothing. My reasoning was he gave me a chance to rectify the situation there and then and also I could have carried on serving that brew of coffee to others oblivious there was a problem. Most complaints are generally fair enough and should be used as feedback and a chance to improve or learn something that came in from Nolan Roscommon. One in here, hi in my experience people have given up complaining because many Irish people particularly those employed in customer facing capacity have no idea of how to deal with a person who genuinely has a complaint. All you get is a shrug of the shoulders and a blank look. There is massive deficit in training people in dealing with the public. You pay for a service then you should get that service that can in from Kieran, and another one in here I work with the public every day for 25 years we in Ireland are bad at complaining but not because we don't complain because we do but because we are rude nasty and have a sense of entitlement we should learn the art of complaining and some manners the person we complain to should be treated with respect instead of barked at and that came in from Mark in Cork Paul tell me how you deal with complaints do you ever get them? <laughs> How are you, Susan? No, we're, we're we're very lucky. We're 17 years in business, and I take a county amount of complaints we've had on uh, on our our hands. This is we're very very lucky. But I mean, what we always say to people is is that if you want it, if there's something wrong, let us know. We have no chance of fixing mm. it. When you run home, turn off the lights, put on the hood over your head, and go on that fantastic site we all love so much called TripAdvisor. So just let us know if we can fix it. We'll certainly absolutely. Fix it. Okay, Paul, we're we've got lots of questions uh, in. No but I want to get your Wednesday's dinner quickly first, if we can, please. So I'm going to do something totally different. We're going to go from dinner to breakfast because so many people ask me how you make a granola or a muesli or something like that. And it's so easy and it costs half the price <coughs> as to what you buy it in the shop. So get a packet of porridge oats, just normal oats, and then get pretty much any and every seed that you possibly can get in the supermarket. There's all the small bags. And if the budget is good, get the double size bag because it works out a good 15% okay. cheaper. Yeah. Uh, put all the seeds together, get a load of mixed nuts, walnuts, pine nuts, hazelnuts, everything at all you can like that, almonds as well, pecan nuts, chop them all up and again put half of that mix in with your porridge if you've bought the big bags and keep the other half in an airtight container that's perfect for six weeks time when this runs out then in a pot melt four ounces of proper butter none of this slimline nonsense or coconut oil nonsense good old fashioned Kerry gold I'm very biased obviously being down in Kerry and then dissolve about four fluid ounces of golden syrup in with that mix it all up together into the oven 180 degrees about five minutes take it out quickly because nuts burn very quickly mm. with the high fat content five minutes mix it all up back in again for another two or three minutes mix it all up until everything goes nice and kind of golden brown and then here's the big trick that everybody makes a mistake put your fruit in once you take it out of the oven don't put the cranberries or the raisins into the oven because they just go like little bullets so take it out and then let it go completely stone cold mix it up again make sure everything is stone cold airtight container and that is breakfast sorted for about six weeks a little bit of fresh natural yogurt some lovely fruits and a teaspoon of wild honey jeez you'll be running around the street all yeah, day yeah I love granola and it, w- it would last for six weeks then if you, once you put it in an airtight yeah. container the trick is you must make sure it's stone cold if there's any bit of warmth in it what will happen is it'll basically sweat and then it'll rot okay. and go off after two weeks Make okay sure that sounds lovely cold. I'm actually going to try that okay thank you Paul okay question here hi my husband's currently receiving radiation garlic onions peas beans lentils cabbage are off the menu can you please suggest some chicken menus that don't include the above 
Okay, so first of all, I would say, like every uh, chef should say, I'm no medical expert, so definitely consult with uh, the doctor first of all. But it's very easy to eliminate everything that your husband can't have there. Mm. So I would say something, keep it as plain and as simple as possible. You can't beat a lovely poached breast of chicken or something like that. And then just, so basically just cover it with, with water and then just uh, maybe even a little bit of chicken stock. But again, be very careful to make sure there's no onion granules or garlic granules. If in doubt, do not even contemplate putting it in. So poach it maybe even in just in plain water. Keep the skin on because that keeps the, the flesh nice and moist. And then when it's finished, pull off the skin and very simply serve it with whatever veg your husband can have. So a nice little bit of, we've got lovely carrots and parsnips uh, coming into season now as well, or a lovely bit of turnip or something like that. And just keep it nice, plain and simple. Keep the stock down afterwards and you can make a little bit of chicken soup by just blending down maybe a few potatoes in with that stock and a bit more of the chicken that's left over or something. And you've got a very simple, easy to eat, but absolutely critical, Susan. Make sure that they talk to the doctors. Yeah, absolutely. And even if they know a, a registered dietitian, just to be on the safe side. Uh, Paul, uh, as quick as you can, what goes well with fish? Can you give an answer to that? Uh, what goes well with a lovely glass of Chablis? Something <laughs> like that. So what goes well with fish? Do you know what's beautiful? Simple, plain, melted butter with a squeeze of lime juice in it. If you want to get really fancy, add in a few capers and a little bit of diced up tomato. Perfect. How do you make a good bolognese? Any tips? Yeah, uh, quick bolognese. Okay, so we'll do the easy version. Chop up all your veg, throw literally all into the pot with your minced meat, about two glasses of red wine, put in water if you can't have wine, a little bit of beef stock, a tin of t- tomatoes and a half a tub, don't measure anything, about a half a tub of the tomato puree. Bring it up to the boil and simmer it for about two hours. If you want to go fancy, sweat off all your veg first of all, fry off the meat, uh, the mince beforehand in a different frying pan, then mix it all up together, then add in your red wine, then your tomato and you get a real concentrated flavour. Tip for bolognese, make about four times the amount you need. Let it go stone cold and whatever you're not using, freeze. And then you've got access to about 20 different dishes anytime you want. You can make a chili, you can make a cottage pie. Yeah, that sauce will go with anything. Um, Paul, one final one. Uh, This is something I don't ever buy, but I see it a lot. Turkey steak. How, uh, what would be a good way? It seems a bit bland to me. How would be a good way to do turkey steak? Yeah, and you know what? People have asked me because they get confused because just when they see the word steak, they're kind of going, what do I fry it like Mm. a steak or what? Should it be medium? Cook it through. So it's basically, it is chicken. It's not a million miles. It's the same family as chicken. So you got to cook it all the way through. And yes, you can treat it like a steak. So season it, a little bit of rock salt, pepper, a little bit of olive oil, and maybe even something like a simple uh, curry powder or turmeric, and then fry it like a steak. But again, remember, treat it like chicken. Cook it all the way through. It's simple, it's really cheap, and apparently it's good for you. So don't have your don't have it rare. No rare don't turkey rare. steak. You know what? That was a craze over in China <laughs> two years ago. They started bringing in rare chicken. Oh, dear uh, God. i tell you one thing. Hopefully we won't fall. Although all it takes is a blogger to sell us eat rare chicken and we'll all be out. <laughs> okay, Chef Paul Trafoe, thanks so much for joining us uh, this Wednesday as always. That is all we've got time for today. Sean Moncrief is on the way. He's at the National Ploughing Championships today. So stay tuned for that. A big thanks to the team. Michael Quilligan on sound, Claire Darmody and Emma Cawley producing and Ross Leahy researching today. Kira will be back tomorrow. She'll be at the ploughing tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, thanks for listening and enjoy your day.